You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Fantasy Podcast, also known as PFP. You can check us out online at packernet.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Buss. With me are my co-host, Tony, and Bad Luck Paul. And for the first time in a long time, oh, Justin. In the- hey, hey, hold on. To be fair, we did an hour-long podcast the other night that you had to trash. I scrapped it. I should have been back already. I scrapped it. Yeah. It's because one... uh, I'm just saying, to be fair. That's true. Justin was here. We did a whole podcast. It was really hard, we found, to make a decent podcast while you had four people talking, 12 people drafting, 30 seconds to pick. It just didn't... I I could still possibly release it, but it was just... It was chaos. It was kind of chaos, so it wasn't really podcast-worthy. That being said, today's podcast is brought to you by two sponsors, Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry. You can check them out at FertileGroundRanch.org and Old Southern Barbecue happens to be a place I work at, but, um, you know, I'm a little biased. They have some amazing rubs, sauces, and uh, like a bunch of cool shirts. If you need any caterings, if you're in the Wisconsin, Minnesota border area, look them up online. They're amazing. You can go see them uh, in person, but if you just like good seasonings and sauces and funny kind of semi-sexual punditry in their shirts look them up online get some merch that helps us out a lot uh, if i bought if i bought a shirt online uh would you sign it and send it to me i will sign it oh yeah you get to your house I'm just, why don't you, hey, just, you know what's you know what's kind of funny that be... about that sponsor is that i've seen ryan posted in our discord chat about that and i until you just said it i had no clue that it was the one that you worked for mm-hmm. yeah That's i'm awesome. gonna send you guys some uh some swag bags so you can test stuff out. So that way when we do these ad reads, it's not like you're lying. Cause I'm literally legit. They're like award winning. So we'll, we'll check that out yeah. as we get into it as the season goes on. It's going to be a overlapping theme today, guys, we are going to be talking about one of the drafts that we did in the last week. We did one that was the OG renewal league, just a PPR 12 man league through Yahoo, but we wanted to do something different, a little more spicy, a little more entertaining, a little more pizzazz. That's a good word. Pizzazz. A little more extreme. It was extreme, Tony. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. We did a PFP extremely. It was a 14-man PPR super flex with two defensive players. And boy, we uh, it was it was a little bit nerve-wracking when we did the draft. We were smart enough after doing the first draft the day before, and we did that with only 30-second time to pick uh, your picks. And that was that was it was just too much. It was it was too hectic to try to do a podcast while you're doing that at the same time. It was. It was not smart, but we learned our lesson. We extended it to 45 seconds 
and didn't do a podcast live drafting for the second one just so we could kind of figure out what we were doing. I think it went a lot better. Is that because your star talent was unavailable? Well, is that what you're you're the star talent? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the innuendo? He was the only auto drafter in the extreme league. Exactly. That's uh, what a useless person. Anyways, we got uh, 10 minutes. This episode's going to be a little bit different. Justin has to jump off probably in about 10 minutes here. He's got a, um, never mind. I won't make the joke. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and list my roster real quick. Oh, Jacob, before you start, can we just have a moment of silence for Justin's team? Because, I mean, we, we know how it went. We we saw who cracked under pressure. It clearly brought out the weak from the strong. You know? I wasn't going to be mad when I win again. That will suck because I will say Justin did have some moments. He admitted. I'm not even trying to throw him under the bus. He just admitted that he had some pressure moments. It happens to the best of us. We can go over it in a minute here. My team, real quick, I drafted Josh Allen. Again, this is a super flex PPR with two defensive players, 14-man league. So you have to be really strategic. The quarterbacks were flying off the uh, off the charts as you started the draft. I went Josh Allen. I believe that was had to be my first pick. I have Garrett Wilson as my wide receiver one, Tyler Lockett wide receiver two, James Cook running back one, Dalvin Cook running back two. My tight end is TJ Hawkinson. My flex right now is Quinton Johnson. What I'm not, I'm not Quinton Johnston. I'm not super pumped about that, but I do have Rashad Bateman on the bench. My other quarterback is Dak Prescott, which I'm going to be starting in my super flex. I got Brian Robinson Jr. with his big, uh, big hat on the bench. Dalton Kincaid, which is a really sneaky, great backup tight end, which I like matched up there with Josh Allen. And then I had Jamison Williams, who's not going to obviously help me in the beginning of the year, but on the back end, that could be a really, really great pick. I got him. I don't remember which round, but it was late. And then I got Darnell Mooney and Kareem Hunt to kind of round out my running back room because wherever that guy goes, I think he's going to be a starter. I had my kicker at Brandon McManus. Nobody cares. Cincinnati was my defense, but my two defensive players was CJ Mosley linebacker for the New York Jets and Devondre Campbell, who just was practicing again. So uh, that's how I line up right there. And I'm, I'm, I'm okay with my team. I took a couple stabs at running back that I don't usually do. Like, I don't think I've drafted either of those guys in any other league. And I've done a lot of leagues. I, I went with the cook family. I guess we'll see how that works out. Um, Tony, do you want to go through your team? Actually, Justin, why don't you go through yours quick? All right. Uh, well, at quarterback, I had a little bit of an issue because I was drafting at the back end. My strategy going into the draft was going to be – I was dead last, just so everybody knows that. I was picking the uh, Super Bowl winning draft pick. Alrighty so my game plan was going to be to take the best wide receiver that I could and then get a quarterback on the backswing since I would have to pick twice in a row. But the value didn't seem right the first time, so I got kind of – I kind of screwed myself in the whole draft at quarterback. And defense, we'll get to that later. But I got, for my quarterback, I'm starting Matt Stafford. My receivers, I'm super happy with. I got Stephon Diggs at wide receiver one and Amon Ross St. Brown at wide receiver two. My running backs are Aaron Jones at running back one and RB2, Kenneth Walker from Seattle. And for the tight end spot, I got the second best tight end in the league with Mark Andrews. My flexes right now are Khalil Herbert, which I feel like he'll probably get a lot of touches this season. And my my other quarterback was one of my panic picks. I unfortunately got Baker Mayfield. Hey, so I don't know how that's gonna that's gonna pan out. He's playing Minnesota though, week one, so he could probably have a crazy freak game. 
You never know. Uh, I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably use them as the super flex ones just to see how it rides out. But then for my for my bench, I, I picked up Luke Musgrave, which I feel like in Green Bay he's automatic tight end one, and I think that they're going to use him a lot. They showed already in the preseason that Love is just going to plug him over and over again. So I think he'll probably end up taking my flex spot and get getting rid of another quarterback, unfortunately. And then I got uh, P. Ryan from Denver, Elijah Mitchell, so that way he'll get a starting spot after Christian McCaffrey gets injured eventually. Alan Lazard, because everybody knows that Rodgers is going to feed him over and over again, although I do think he's going to do the same with Garrett Wilson. Tyler Boyd and Dolchich, and that rounds out my – oh, I forgot. Kicker, Myers from Seattle, Denver defense, and I didn't draft any defensive players, so we don't need to talk about that. (laughs) What do you mean? <laughs> how did you how did you not? How did you not? You don't all right. So here's the story. Okay. Needed a drink before that one. <laughs> all right. So, like I said before, I'm the, I'm the dead last pick in the draft, right? So I make my draft picks and then I set my phone down knowing when I get back to the phone, I'm gonna decide who I'm gonna draft on defense. Mm-hmm. So I get up, I'm like, you know, it's it's a 14 man league and I'm all the way at the back end. I got 27 picks before I even have to get back to my phone. So I go pee, do my thing, talk to Nicole and the kids real quick. I go to pick my phone back up and I pick my phone back up and there's 30 seconds until it's my pick. So then I panic because our picks are only 40 seconds. So I got basically, you know, one minute to go through the defense and figure out who I want to draft. And there's nobody there. So I'm like, just in my head real fast, I'm like, who makes a lot of tackles? You know what? I'm just going to draft Adrian Amos. So I did, and that's embarrassing. But like I said before, I, I was the last pick, so I have the first waiver pickup, and I guess it doesn't matter that I tell you guys. I replaced him with Max Crosby. So, yeah, right. like I said, I screwed up defense, but I also, as long as it gets back to me, I replaced him too. So. I'm just saying, though, like you said you picked up Max Crosby? Yes. That one I'll for sure get because I'll have the first choice. If it gets me on the backswing on the waivers, I have I have Rashawn replaced already too. I love both players, but I guess I'm saying they were they were not good for fantasy. Well, I would think that if Crosby is up there, like he would have to have comparable numbers to Rashawn, right? I mean, Rashawn is arguably one of the best pass rushers in the league. So if he's a, they're both kind of like edge rushers, right? Crosby is like, like top 20 at yeah. IDP ranking. Yeah. Yeah. Cro- Crosby is when – you, when you're talking talent level, I would agree with you that they're they're both kind of on the, the same the same range. But when it comes to fantasy, Max Crosby was ranked way higher. I just – like I said, I – you know, panic picks. It happens. I will say – uh, I'll still win the league. It'll be fine. Your draft grade, if you want to look at your <laughs> – Card per Yahoo, it says you got a D, and it might be a D minus. Oh yeah, that's a, a D minus. Oh, it, it's a D minus, and then I think Tony got a D plus. Ooh, I got a I D. I looked at that. I don't remember what I got. I know you got a D, Paul. That's what I heard. <laughs> but uh, okay, moving on. To be fair, those 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 draft grades that that Yahoo comes up with are absolute garbage. Like, was it two seasons ago? Not in our league, but in a different league that I played in. I had Justin Jefferson. Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams all on my team. And I think I had like Fournette, which he had an awesome season that year. And they gave that year in a 12 man league, they gave me the worst draft grade in the entire league. And then I wound up with literally the top three wide receivers. I ended up losing the championship in that league that year out of some, some bullshit. Oop, there goes one. 
one. That's no big deal. <laughs> uh, what I was but, gonna, but, for I was, them to for them to give me a terrible grade and having the top three receivers in football on one on one fantasy team was I don't know Yahoo Yahoo's I like Yahoo's format the best, but their grades can suck it. Boom, roasted. They gave me a B minus, so I'm just saying I'm the scholar. I'm like the valedictorian. Like I said, like you said, like I said. Got it. <laughs> uh, so who we got next? Is is Tony up? Sure. All right, go on. I uh, he swelled. <clears throat> I'm to change that, dude. I hate if if I, I get had a... when I lose to you, I'm it's gonna suck. Like if it ever happens, but. If I lose to you and your name is Tony Brooks' swell team, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> no, Jay Money. Yeah, I'm J- going to change my uh, team picture to that little kid emoji, that miniature Jacob child that I found on the internet. That looks just like a miniature Jacob. That's going to be my team name with the, with the same name you made. All right. So, anyway, so I had the third overall pick, I believe. Quarterback started flying at Superflex. Uh, so I went Jalen Hurts. I, te- I paired him up with Devonta Smith. I got Michael Pittman Jr., Junior. Uh, Jacob Dobbins, and Cam Akers. I feel like both could have good years. Um, I also swooped up Isaiah Pacheco for my flex. I also think you know he he could hit this year. Tight end, I missed on a lot of them. I kept getting sniped, so I waited until a lot later and got Dalton Schultz, who I think you know in a PPR league he could have a lot of catches. Uh, for my super flex, I took a chance on Anthony Richardson. You know, with Taylor gone, he might be their red zone running back too, right? Uh, so he get some rushing stats to go along with whatever he can put together for passing scores. But uh, he, he could have a lot of upside. My bench, I got Brandon Cooks, Rashad Penny, Mims from Denver. I think, you know, with Judy already dinged up, could have a good year. There's some good reports about him. Uh, Kadarius Toney uh, and Richie James, two Chiefs receivers. Yeah. I figure one of them is going to have a decent year, you know what I mean? Mahomes is going to throw for 5,000 yards. Somebody's got to catch him. Yep. Uh, I got Gerald Everett as a backup tight end, as well as Hayden Hurst. I feel like Everett, he's not that awesome, but uh, they're going to be throwing the ball around a lot uh, on the Chargers. And then I picked up uh, Deion Jackson, uh, what I think will be the starter in Indy, and I think they just announced yesterday or today that he probably will be week one. Boy. Um, I didn't draft a kicker defense because a lot of times I won't. I'll just get extra bench guys and I'll stream defenses and kickers unless they wait a while. But people started taking them, Paul, really early because uh, they're on auto draft like a loser. Hey, hey. And uh, so, so anyways, <laughs> I went straight to defensive players and I picked up uh, Derwin James, who's healthy this year on the Chargers. and he, He's a baller. I like him quite a bit. And Shaq Leonard, who I believe two or three years ago was like Shaquille. a top three IDP. Shaquille Leonard. Yeah. But some Shaq is short for Shaquille. Like right. Shaquille O'Neal, they call it Shaq. Shaq Fu. <laughs> That's a video game, in case you're wondering. You guys remember the movie Kazam? Oh, yeah. Yes. That was a, like, I, when I watch it now, I'm mad at my younger self that I liked it so much. <laughs> not that I watch it now, like, routinely. It's not like it's Friday night. I'm like, you know what I'm going to watch tonight? Kazam. It's going to be. What about good. Blue Chips, though? Blue Chips is legit. All right. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says about Blue Chips. There was a weird stint there. Didn't Shaq do like uh that was Shaq, right? Yeah, Blue Chips. That was a that was that's a good I think one. it was Shaq and Penny, actually. I'm gonna say, and there's a couple other ones I think. I'm gonna have to watch that tonight. Oof. Blue chips got me all excited. <clears throat> so, anyways, uh Paul or Justin, do you gotta you gotta pop out of here? I'm just getting ready to tell you guys before I, you know, get a, get a black another black eye. I better 
better get moving. We got a family event to be at at three o'clock, so I gotta. I've heard it here. Gotta for ride out, Paul. Paul had to take forever to get home, so. I know this was uh, Justin was ready to go, guys. This wasn't one of those situations where, like he did all off season, where he basically just decided that we're like his redheaded stepchild and he doesn't want to talk to us or look at us. All of a sudden, now that the season starts, <laughs> there's like, some irony to that. Uh, but now I warned you it's good Uh, Justin's got to back out of here it's fine just put your gloves on learn how to duck and cover I'm sure she won't inflict that much seven years I've done all the training I can do right gotta be with you buddy protect yourself all right (laughs) we're such bad little buddy you guys enjoy yourself (laughs) (laughs) all right uh, Paulina are you ready to say your team Gosh, it feels good to have him gone again, doesn't it? Uh, it's like now I can... oh, back to normal. <laughs> uh, so I was on auto draft. I was uh, at my anniversary dinner with my wife. Uh, and... You suck, you jackass. Uh, the, the draft started right when we were getting close to close to leaving. Um, I was on auto draft the first two rounds, and uh, you know Yahoo went strong in the running backs with Eckler and Bijan Robinson, uh, and that's when I popped popped on my phone quick when my wife went to the bathroom. Uh, I saw that I didn't have any quarterbacks, and the quarterbacks were already looking pretty thin. So I quickly went and queued up uh, Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff because they were the top two quarterbacks in my opinion at the time, and threw my phone back in my pocket before she came back to uh, the table. So uh, I ended. Those are my quarterbacks. I ended up with, um, and then it really fell apart from there. I feel like uh, Deontay Johnson. I know Jacob uh, loves him, but I I'm not a humongous fan. He's gonna win you the ship, dude. I, you have a really decent team. The fact that I would not have thought that if you went running back, running back, but the two that you did, Eckler is a beast he's up there with with cmc but he stays healthy actually and then Bijan robinson from what we've seen so far the guy's a freaking freak did you see what he does when he gets the ball like he's catching yeah. he's catching one arm balls out of the air and running for 13 yards ditching like literally five tackles while he does it like he looks like barry sanders but catches like i don't know marshall like, like who marshall Falk. that's a yeah exactly that's a good any he, he runs like like adrian peterson though it's kind of a crazy crazy scenario I almost look at your your team and I'm like, oh crap, he because Goff is steady Eddie, Kirk Cousins steady Eddie, Deontay Johnson had the freakest year ever. I think it's the first time in like NFL history or at least tied where the guy had over like 80 catches and no touchdowns. Like that does not happen. Brandon Ayuk is arguably the best wide receiver on that team. I think that Devo Samuel is highly overrated. That's my opinion. And then your your tight Miles, end, Miles Sanders, uh, in my regular flex. Uh, so I mean, my 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 starters, Pat Fryer with the tight end. I, I like my starting lineup to be totally honest. Like it's pretty good. Uh, but my my bench actually, I <laughs> Tony, you can attest to this. I love Kenneth Gainwell this year. Uh, the Philadelphia oh, yeah. third running back kind of, but Penny and Swift are both always injured. Gainwell was awesome if you watched the playoffs last year. So I just think he's going to end up the top on the top of that heap. Um, but my, my receivers continue to be weak. Uh, Nico Collins and Adam Thielen are the only other receivers I have. Um, we all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones 
by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. So I'm behind I'm behind on the receiver thing, you could say, but I didn't draft one until at least the fifth round. Uh, and yeah. then Jake Ferguson, he's that's pretty decent. He's the starting tight end for Dallas now, right? I think he beat the rookie out, that Shoon, Shoonmaker. Uh, uh, yeah, the Michigan guy. But then, I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, real blah, to, to be honest. Uh, Your team definitely falls off after the starting lineup, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I do have uh, Justin Tucker at kicker because my the auto draft went like round six. I uh, went kicker or defense or defense kicker. And you got uh, two so defenses, buddy. Yeah, I got well, I got Justin Tucker in San Francisco and Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh. Which, <laughs> which they, they <laughs> took like three rounds later after they just drafted a defense way early. It was very strange. I like and then my defensive players are Marcus Jones. Do you even know who he plays for if you weren't looking at it? Is is no, I would not have known if you put a gun to my head and said your family's life depends on who this man plays. Me either. No, I did no idea who he is. He's a D back from New England for anybody. Yep. I think he's a, a second year player, if I'm not mistaken. I don't. I don't know. I don't. And know. then, and then this one's great. <laughs> I get a CJ Moore again. No idea who he is. He's in our division. CJ Moore, the Lions, and he's suspended. <laughs> <laughs> And he had it's a crazy. And, like and Justin, Justin, who was at the draft, took Adrian Amos. So it's not, I mean, like, <laughs> somebody had to have fallen. He got like, start, at least. You got to go put in a waiver for Max Crosby in case he messed up his order or something, Paul. Funny. That'd be so funny. 
It's just uh, crazy. So I'm streaming defensive players, I guess, this year. We'll find out how that goes. Uh, and honestly, that's probably not a bad move because typically your IDPs are not going to be drafted. Well, you have like your your weird kind of solid top 10, but after that, it's kind of a crapshoot. It's like tight ends. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's really – yeah. So anyways – uh, it was kind of fun to come and look at this team and uh, sneak looks at it every time my wife was, you know, left me alone or I went to the bathroom myself, you know, and they're like checking how, my, how I'm doing. Uh, but you come back out of the bathroom and you just realize you picked uh, San Francisco and Pittsburgh all in the top 10 rounds defensive wise and a kicker. You're like, <laughs> what's going on here? That, that, I, I drew that one out. That should be another like added like little niche to the contest it'd be like a 14 man ppr league two defensive players super flex and your wife or girlfriend can't know you're drafting you have to be on a date or like somewhere yeah it'd be, that'd be fun. <laughs> well all right so that took longer than i thought it would but let's try to crank these out quick so we have some week one projections so some over-unders basically for prize picks me and paul covered some season stuff on a couple episodes ago, but um, they've adjusted it. They've added some stuff. What's really weird is prize picks is not touching Jordan love. Just like with a week one, neither is underdog going like uh, just straight up over unders on a lot of different categories. Like they would with a lot of other uh, quarterbacks. They are doing weird um, random things. Like for instance, they'll say, there's an over-under for the completions within the first 10 pass attempts. The kind of standard is set at 6.5. So I highlighted that Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers have an over-under of, do you think that they're going to complete the first six and a half, so basically seven or under of their first 10? That is just a kind of an interesting dynamic, just to bet in general, because even if <laughs> if you're a good quarterback or bad quarterback, there's so many different things that could come into play within your first 10. Are you nervous? Is there, is there wind? Is it, is the ball wet? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like there's so many different things. What I, I like there though, is it's scripted plays to start. Those usually. Right. Oh, wow. That's another thing I was going to say is the, typically within your first quarter ish, you kind of know what the play is going to be. You've almost practiced it. I'm, you have practiced it. So what do you guys think? Jordan Love, six and a half over under completions in his first 10 pass attempts. Tony? Six and a half? Six and a half. Well, that's his. Uh, that's what's, yeah, the set. That's what the par is, or the bar. I, I don't know, man. Uh, with the scripted plays and everything, I think maybe he's got a chance to go over. I'd feel a lot better if it was at six. I feel like he can hit six. Seven's going to be tough. Seven or eight, though. But they'll, they'll give him some conservative stuff out of the gate, I think. So I think he'll be good. So I was thinking the same thing. I think they're going to start him off with dump offs, play action, rollouts, like let him kind of get used to it. Cause what we have actually seen, you know what? I'm actually going to, I'm going to pump the brakes on that because everything that I've seen and I've, I've taken, this is the most involved I've ever been with the Packers off season training camp, preseason, mini camps, all that kind of stuff. What I've seen and what I know to be true. Justin said that nothing happens between the draft and no, the Justin was, oh my God, let me start on Justin. I'm going to get up on him. Later. Get up on him. I'm going to pop off a piece of mop. Never mind. Uh, wh- what I've noticed, though, through this preseason is that Jordan Love is a slow starter. Almost every preseason game, every scrimmage, he the first drive, it's like it's not bad, but he, he kind of seems like um, – Brett Favre of old where he's he's tuned up he's too tuned up he, he overthrows balls he leads them a little bit but by drive two drive three he starts 
really zoning in. So I would actually bet the under on this. If I had to actually put some money on the line, I would say that he, like you said, Tony, I bet you he starts four or five, maybe six out of 10. But then after that, he finishes with a way better completion percentage. Um, Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, when I look at his, I think that he's, he's he, it's going to be precise pinpoint. He knows where he's going. What we've learned about Aaron Rodgers since he left is that he did a lot of pre snap reading where he almost decided out of what he saw from the defensive lineup, the safety rotation, the, the, the cornerbacks, the, the linebackers, he kind of had a set idea as to where he wanted to go with the ball. He basically only had one read, maybe two reads. And then at the last second, that's why he was so careful. He would not throw interceptions. He had his first read, his second read, maybe a third, and then he throws it away. So um, what do you guys think about Aaron Rodgers as a New York Jet completions in the first 10 pass attempts over or under six and a half? Anybody? Uh, who do they play week one again? They're going against Buffalo. That's a big guy. Uh, like, doof. I feel like I'm going to go under. Uh, Buffalo's going to try to rattle them early, I bet. Uh, their defense is pretty solid. I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I think their secondary is pretty good. Right. Uh, so <clears throat> I, I'm going to go under on that. You're going under. Paul, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, first of all, did you say he's a one to two read quarterback? Anyways, uh, I'll I'll go over. I think uh, he's he loves he's rejuvenated. He loves the new uh, stage he's going to be on, and uh, he'll rise up to that. So. Plus, I'm cheering against the Jets all year because I don't want you to get a first-round pick. So, they're going to be good. 65%. As long as he plays 65%, you get a first-round pick. All right. Well, let's look here at Khalil Herbert. So, this says rush yards in the first five attempts, which, again, kind of a cool little wrinkle. So, if you get over 21 and a half rush yards in your first five attempts, Khalil Herbert going against the Packers. I think that that unfortunately is probably doable i'd guess the over although i really do think that this green bay packers front uh, as far as their defensive line their front seven i think they're a lot better than they used to be but the problem is is i think that they're more pass rush first guys the league is getting away from being a rushing uh, dominant but the problem is that the green the green bay, the, the the chicago bears are not getting away from becoming a run first offense because they can't because justin fields is hot garbage baby diaper rotting in the sun so if they try to rush, which I'm sure they will, and if the Green Bay Packers aren't stacking the line and doing that kind of – I don't know. I, I I think that I'd still probably take the over on that. I hate to say that. Aaron Jones is at 23 and a half. What do you guys think about both of those? First five rushes, do you get over or under 21 and a half for Khalil or over and under 23 and a half for Aaron Jones? Tony, what do you think? Uh, I think the over. Both? Probably. I feel like Herbert will, will pop a big one. I feel like we're going to be pretty locked down trying to stop the run because our secondary is good, but uh, I feel like he'll pop off one longer one for like 14, 15 yards and get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes me upset. Quick yeah. Paul, what do you think? I think they're going to be loading up on Aaron Jones to try to force uh, Jordan Love into some passing situations, probably because uh, I think the Packers might try to use some of those some some runs right off the bat. <clears throat> so I'm going to say under on Aaron Jones. Yeah, I think uh, they're going to try to pressure the crap out of Love right away because like one of his stats, yeah. 
season is that he hasn't faced a lot of pressure and like his PFF grades or whatever, I think it was in college. And when he does see pressure, which has been very limited, it is, you know, like all quarterbacks, their rating drops. So I, I think that they're going to see a lot of pressure up front and I hope that he's able to, you know, utilize that. And well, I think, I, th- I think your coaching staff is probably expecting the same thing. So uh, that's why trying to give Aaron Jones some, some, uh, some carries right away. But I think, I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I, I'm still, I'm sticking under. I, I, if you were asking me for passing, I think they'll do some uh, screens and some dump offs to him again to try to just get love off some confidence, you know? Sure. Gotcha. All right. Sure. Well, go ahead, Tony. No, I was just laughing at your comments. Sure. Okay. <laughs> no, I just, I'm not dismissing him. I'm just trying to move on to the next thing here. All right. So Christian Watson against Chicago. This one I thought was like, I love these little wrinkles that prize picks does. So f- receiving yards in the first two receptions, that's kind of a weird category. These two are right next to each other. So I figured I'd crop them out. Christian Watson, 24 and a half DJ Moore, 21 and a half guys. I don't care what the, ESPN or NFL Network, Justin Fields is a bad quarterback. It's science. He's like maybe great in fantasy. And I know that's what we're talking about right now. But as far as passing, he is not a passing quarterback right now. He's he's just not. And I don't see anything in the offseason that I've that he's taken steps towards becoming a pocket passer. He is a run first running back who happens to throw the ball every now and then. And so for me to think that he's going to get two passes that are going to stretch more than 10 yards each or a total of two passes that stretches over 21 and a half yards against our secondary, who that's our strength of our defense, I'd argue, you know, other than our pass rushers, maybe. So I think I have to go the under on DJ Moore. And with Christian Watson, I can kind of see the same thing because as I talked about, Jordan Love is a little shaky to start. And I think that a lot of the time they, they like to do some short crossers, some dump offs, some, some smaller stuff, some outs like five yard outs. So I don't know if I would take the over on him, but I think it's way more likely because we also know that he's a deep threat. So on that, I I would say definitely the under on DJ Moore and a hesitant over on Christian Watson. What do you guys think? I agree on the, I agree on the DJ Moore thing, but uh, the, the passing to him again, I think it's going to be uh, some screens and stuff like that to get started. So uh, it'll depend on how he, you know, how he'll depend on that. I don't think it's going to be like throwing 20 yards down the field uh, for him. Christian Watson, I think they're going to try to hit him deep early. Yeah. At some point in time. So I'm expecting conservative, 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 uh, long, long, long play is what I'm kind of expecting out of the Packers to start off with. So, I'm going over on the Watson one. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree as well. We are aligned, gentlemen. All right. This is one that I thought was really funny, and I didn't know that Price Picks did this. You can bet an over-under on the punts per game. So the Packers, as some of you may know, Tony probably doesn't, our punt <laughs> beat out Pat O'Donnell, the longtime veteran, and ex-Bear, who people thought was kind of like a lock. We had this guy, Daniel Whelan, who's from Ireland and he's uh, the first Irish native born Irishman to play in the NFL, I believe in over 40 years. And he made the team and he made the team cause he booms these guys. Uh, he is got a big leg on him and he seems like he's working on his directional punting as well. He was wearing like a number in the forties, I think in the uh, 
preseason, he is now switched to number 19, and they have him slotted at three and a half punts on the game versus Chicago. That's a weird one to think about. So do you think we'd punt basically four times or less? Um, man. Yes. Over. You're going to pick the over, over. On, over on that? Well, yeah. Agreed. I, I, I think I would too. Yeah, I think I would too. We're going to lock these in. So, so come, uh, so this right now, guys, we're recording this Saturday, September the 2nd, whenever you hear this, which will probably be in the next couple of days, if not tomorrow, or maybe even later today, depending on when we get this cut. But um, we got basically a week from when we start here. So there's going to be a little bit of adjustments, I'm sure, through prize, prize picks and underdog and DraftKings and all these kind of lines will move here and there. But right now it is looking kind of like, Am I not crazy? I don't have it in front of me. Were the Bears like getting a point? Or weren't they favored going into this matchup? Tony, have you seen that? Or I have not looked at it. I'll try to find it quick while we're talking. But up while we're talking, because to me, I think that's you know, we're playing in Chicago with a rookie, well, not a rookie quarterback, but a first time starting seasonal quarterback. I mean, I would I guess what do you say? Home field gets you three points. I don't know if that's true or whatever, but um what I think is interesting. Yeah, it is minus one. Is it is it? minus Chicago minus one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, right now, man, I'd, I'd run that. <laughs> Where, Tony? I'd run it to the bank. Take that package pick, run it in, bet your whole mortgage. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't don't ever do that. Uh, but Justin Fields, we'll, we'll end with this one, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. Justin Fields passing yards, 171 and a half on the, on the game. I don't think he's going to get there. I don't think he is. I think that if, if – if he's going to decide to beat us, it's going to be because he is dropping back and completely running all over us or their running game with the running backs is so dominant that we don't have a chance to, to stop that because I just don't, I do not see Justin Fields dropping back and pinpointing passes to pick us apart in the secondary with the defensive players that we have in the secondary specifically. You're not throwing on Jair. You're not throwing on Razul consistently as if you're Justin Fields. And if you do, Every one in four passes you've thrown so crappy that it's going to be intercepted or in the in the dirt. So, what do you guys think? Justin Fields over under 171 passing yards. Idiot. <laughs> over. Going over. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think you guys will struggle to keep up with DJ Moore a little bit more than you think. Uh, seeing their offense for the first time with him might make it a little bit different. And I just think he's going to come out and have a good day on opening day. I would, have, in fact, pick the Bears. Ugh, loser. Uh, I also, I think both teams are going to come out and try to showcase their new offenses and score and be a little more high tempo. The over/under on the game is forty-three and a half, and I kind of like the over on the Justin Fields thing. I like the over on the game total as well. Uh, I just think that we're both going to come out totally different dynamic. They've got a little more talent around Fields, and they're a little healthier. Uh, and we're, you know, new look, everything, receivers, quarterback, tight end. So I, th- I think it'll be a higher scoring game. I think it'll be, I think it'll be fun to watch. Well, sorry, I got, sorry, I keep getting distracted looking at all these lines. I, I kind of forgot to get ready for gambling. Let's do this. I know. Right? <laughs> we're like, we're, it's, we're five days away from NFL football. That's crazy. That's crazy. We did it, man. We did it, man. We made it. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Every season when it ends, I I think to myself that I hope I'm alive for the next season to start. <laughs> so. All right. Well, you this got. This year was a hard, hard year for Paul. This was a hard off. <laughs> yeah. 
I gotcha. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. That's going to wrap up what we got going on for you today. Next podcast, we're going to talk about the other draft we did, the 12-man PPR league through Yahoo again, some OGs. And then uh, we'll probably look at the week ahead. Like we said, it's week one, baby. We're going to probably do that before the Thursday night matchup because if you guys are cool with it, I think we should probably throw some bets down and uh, do some over-unders at least on the, what is it, the Chiefs and the Lions, right? Roadhouse. Bro. Yes, sir. You're a Lions fan. You gotta be pretty jacked up because that that says something that they're putting you on the primetime game against Pat Mahomes. I mean, starting the season off, they expect a good game. So hopefully, it's not just a complete dud. But um, I have a little more stock in uh, Jared Goff than I would like. So let's go Lions. Hey, I don't think that's a bad play, man. Jared Goff is going for you know nothing, pennies, pennies on the dollar. I say. All right, I guys. Need lots of touchdowns. From him and Amonra. Amonra and Jameson Williams when he comes back. Thank you. Because I drafted him and I'm that's my plan. I hope. I hope. I hope. Paul, you got anything else you want to say, Tony? No, we're I back. think uh I think uh we're all pretty excited about getting into the season and we'll touch on some game lines and draft strategies and stuff then next episode. But it's gonna be fun. We're in the prime time now. Yeah. I think we'll we'll try to get back to more consistency. Uh uh when you can expect our podcast to be hitting kind of we were on a good roll last uh, uh, season for it, so expect us to go back to something like that probably. Yes, I agree. We'll try to figure out what those dates are. Right now we're still working it out with the other guys on the network. So, again, check us out online, underscore PF podcast. You can email us at uh, packernetfantasy at gmail.com. Look us up on the Twitters, the Instagram. Have fun with your family and Labor Day weekend. If you guys uh, have any um, barbecue needs, check out OldSouthernBarbecue.com and check out any of our locations. Mine's Hudson, Wisconsin. Don't come be a weirdo, please. And as always, go Echo and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.